0: So this past week, we all celebrated the Queen's, well, some people celebrated the Queen's Jubilee. Um, And so what a great time as a church to have a look at Jubilee, but in the the Bible context. Last week, Erin laid us a nice foundation, thank you. Um, And this week, where I want to start is actually that we are a gift. So the Queen has a title. She's got position, authority, and she's set in a royal family, yet she herself is the gift to the United Kingdom. I see huge parallels with us being the children of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Um, But we're gonna move on. (laughs) So last Sunday, I woke up from my very comfortable bed and I walked down carpeted stairs and I went into my lounge and I sat on a comfy sofa and then I walked into the kitchen I flicked on the kettle, put, well, actually, I put more water in the kettle than I needed for my one cappuccino, and then I went to the toilet, I used a flushable toilet, and then I drank my brew and sat on the sofa, and I was so, so grateful that morning. Um, some of you this morning might say, oh, you, you, you seem, well, this afternoon, you'd be like, oh, that's a bit extreme, but if you knew... <laughs> where I had been the week before you would also have been overjoyed so the week before we were camping for for a week yeah we were camping so water was scarce what you had was what you could carry Uh, we'd had to like pack what we what food we thought we needed Um, and do you know what that because of where we'd been that week I was so grateful for what I had. And actually, <laughs> sometimes as church community, you know, if you've, if you've grown up in um, a church culture or like a home that is really affirming and brilliant, then you view, different, you view things differently. But if you have uh, been brought up in a situation that's quite difficult or quite harsh, then you'll view um, the freedom of that quite differently. So I wanted to set that as we have a little look at Jubilee. Because our frame of reference is our freedom, about our freedom is based on that frame of reference. So it's a very current cultural concept saying we all need to be inclusive. Um, But I really wanted us to kind of just see that in the scripture, God has always been inclusive. So from John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> well uh, to the book of revelation in chapter 7 verses 9 to 11 which says this i'm going to read this aloud after this i looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation tribe people and language standing before the throne and before the lamb they were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands and they cried out in a loud voice salvation belongs to our god who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, amen, praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever, amen. (laughs) what a great way to start a worship service in heaven. (laughs) So with the concepts of Jubilee, No one is left out. You know, jubilee is for all. We're going to read from Leviticus 25, verses 1 to 7. The Lord said to Moses at Mount Sinai, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you enter the land I'm going to give you, the land itself must observe a Sabbath to the Lord. For six years sow your fields, and for six years prune your vineyards and gather their crops. But in the seventh year, the land is to have a year of Sabbath rest a sabbath to the lord do not sow your fields or prune your vineyards do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the grapes of your untended vines the land is to have a year of rest whatever the land yields during the sabbath year will be food for you for yourself your male and female servants and the hired workers and temporary residents who live among you for everyone Uh, as well as for your livestock and the wild animals in your land. Whatever the land produces may be eaten. So when Moses went up on Mount Sinai to get, um, well, I don't know if he knew what he was going to go and get, but when he went up to Mount Sinai on this particular day, God told him about Jubilee. And I love that the plan of God was provision in the wilderness. So they were in a desert, they were in a dry, unknown time. This wasn't what they knew. They'd just been set free from Egypt. Um, and God's plan wasn't just for them right now where they were. It was looking ahead for the generations. So We're going to read a bit more of Leviticus 25, verses 8 to 22. Count off seven Sabbath years, seven times seven years, so that the seven Sabbath years amount to a period of 49 years. Then the trumpet sounded everywhere on the tenth day of the seventh month on the Day of Atonement. Sound the trumpet throughout your land. Consecrate the fiftieth year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you. Each of you is to return to your family property and to your own clan. The fiftieth year shall be a jubilee for you. Do not sow and do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the untended vines, for it is jubilee and is to be holy for you. Eat only what is taken directly from the fields. In this year of Jubilee, everyone is to return to their own property. If you sell land to any of your own people or buy land from them, do not take advantage of each other. You are to buy from your own people on the basis of the number of years since the Jubilee, and they are to sell to you on the basis of the number of years left for harvesting crops. When the years are many, you are to increase the price, and when the years are low, you are to make it less. You are to decrease the price because what is really being sold to you is the number of crops. Do not take advantage of each other, but fear your God. I am the Lord your God. Follow my decrees and be careful to obey my laws, and you will live safely in the land. Then the land will yield its fruit, and you will eat your fill and live there in safety. You may ask, What will we eat in the seventh year if we do not plant or harvest our crops? That's what I was asking. So God says in verse 21, I will send you such a blessing in the sixth year that the land will yield enough for three years. While you plant during the eighth year, you will eat from the old crop and will continue to eat from it until the harvest of the ninth year comes in. Woo. So, in, um, in Hebrew, the word jubilee has layered meanings, and one of them is actually the blast of a horn from its continuous sound, the signal of the silver trumpets, the instrument itself. So not just its use, but the instrument itself. In the year of jubilee, things were returned back to their owners. The land, houses, family lines would obtain land back. During that passage of time, it wasn't just like... So sometimes people would... They, they might not be able to afford stuff, so they'd kind of sell the land for, for a season. Um, so it wasn't just that it didn't matter, it's that it was actually um, paid for and worked towards. So during that passage of time, it had been paid for. And this is a foreshadow of Jesus' blood being shed for the remission of our sins. You know, just looking out, I'm like, wow, <laughs> we are people who have our sins washed. That's amazing. Right, Hebrews 9, 22. In fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Our debt of sin is being paid in full. We are not just let off, but atoned for. Every year, there was a day of atonement, and after seven cycles of seven, in the 50th year, it would be jubilee. So not just the usual seven-year rest, but a rewind, kind of a pause, and a reset. Oh, as a parent, those words pause and reset just are beautiful words. Um, and even the land got a break. So the fields that had been providing sustenance for all that time, they got a break too. In the work that I do, I talk to children's ministers and church leaders. We've got some lovely ones here. Um, but it was so evident that some of them during that time did not get a break at all. Um, Whereas for some people, when furlough kicked in, it was like, woohoo, a time of jubilee. They needed to find things to do. They were like going, ooh, I'll paint the fences. If anyone wants to paint our fences, you are more than welcome. <laughs> but they were like finding things to do, making meals from scratch. And so actually that is what you could think of the time of Jubilee, the year of Jubilee as. Right, in the Ten Commandments, the fourth commandment is to observe the Sabbath and keep it holy. <laughs> God gave that law on Mount Sinai as well. (laughs) So I don't want to say today, oh church, you know, it doesn't really matter what's going on in your world. You can just have a a year of jubilee. You can't. But what I would really want to encourage us to do and see if we as a people could actually have um, frequent Sabbaths, like have intentional rest, intentional places of rest. So we're going to go to Matthew 6, 25 to 34, I've just realized, I've not even let you like flick to it, I'm just reading it. Right, If you have got a Bible, I will give you a minute to get to Matthew 6:25. <sighs> That's your minute now. <laughs> so verse 25 says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body. What you will wear is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air, they do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Do you know what I think if you worry really, really, really badly, you actually like take hours off, but that's not official. Right, verse twenty eight For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Do you know what? I reckon there's a few people in your heart going, (laughs) Amen. Each day does have trouble of its own. Do you know, what I, I was thinking about this and I was like, oh, do you know, on my busiest days, so Thursday and Friday are my busy. Th- I don't not do anything else all week, but Thursday and Friday all day are hammered. And I'm rushing from pillar to post. Um, and I was thinking, do you know what? Thursday and Friday are not my most appropriate times or space or environment for me to um, consider the lilies. Or in the NIV it says, see how the flowers of the field grow. <laughs> there's, there's no space for that. And when I worked in a really noisy factory, <laughs> Like, ear defenders were actually part of our uniform for work. Um, And I'd be stood all day. That was also not the best time to consider the lilies of the field. In Philippi uh, Christian counseling, um, we talk about people working towards their own shalom, so the client's shalom, which is their peace with God, peace with themselves, and peace with their fellow man. In the right environment, someone being counseled can find their shalom. Yeah. You know, and you do that in, a, in an intentional space. And um, often, counselors will say, trust the process. Um, I, I like counselors, don't get me wrong, I really do. They are really needed. Um, but counselors will say, trust the process. You know, because it's not down to that individual client situation, but the process as a whole. So what you're doing in that session, and then what goes on for them in the week, and then what you pick up again in the next session. Just like in salvation, you get to start over. You get to be born again. You know, that's what, when I hear jubilee and restore, that's what I think of. Because when the people of Israel were in captivity, God had a plan. Oh, will you humor me? Because I'm going to say that again, but I want to hear like a woohoo as if, you know that God has a plan for you. So I'm going to say, uh, God had a plan. Right, let's go. God had a plan. <laughs> oh, can we do it again? But like, re- like as if you really, really, really mean it. God had a plan. Woo-hoo! I'm just going to have to accept it because we've only got a certain amount of time. But <laughs> well, you're going to have to do better, really. Um, so, yeah, and that plan... Included Jubilee, it included a sound of a change and the sound of a new season. It included a Sabbath as well, a time of refreshing and rest and restoration. And just thinking of where they had been, that they'd just come from, they'd just come out of captivity, and like God saying all these things, you know, they'd they'd been slaves, and God saying, Ah, I want you to have rest. I want you to enjoy your labors. I want the land. I want you to enjoy the land. Wow, that's a good God. So if this morning, as we're unwrapping this, you think, do you know what, my life can't be like that. It might be for you, but you don't know the captivity, or you don't know where I have been, or you don't know what my life's been like, I want to say to you this morning, do you know what, our God, who is Jehovah Jireh that can provide, he can create a re-rewind. You can be born again. And it all started off with that sound, you know, when I said about the horns, and it was that the, so every... Every seventh year would just be like a normal Sabbath year, but then the Jubilee would have like silver trumpets. So the normal Sabbath would just like a, like a shafar, but Jubilee would be like a special silver trumpet. So it would have a big sound and everyone would know, yes, this is the year of Jubilee. So I actually reckon that a modern day version would be this. So when you hear that song next time, go, oh, yeah, God can do it. God can do it all. (laughs) Um, Right, we are going to have a quick look at... Sorry, I got all excited about hearing the music and then forgot where I am in my thing. Right. Um, So what about if us as community um, could create intentional spaces where we can trust God's promises, you know, when the Bible talks about the promises of God are yes and amen, it's that Jesus was gonna be, he was coming, like it was foretold, he's coming, and this is gonna happen, and this is gonna happen, and this is gonna happen, and, gonna happen and all of those were, were, were amen. So let's just read this in 2 Corinthians 1, 18 to 22. And I will give you a second, I promise, now. Right. This says, but as surely as God is faithful, Our message to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me and Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him it has always been yes. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. You know, what about us making that secret place happen? You know, I hope that term doesn't cause you offense and distress. If it does, please discomfort. Come and talk to me. Um, Because what I see in Matthew 6, verses 5 to 7, where Jesus is talking about the secret place, um. It's just like in Jubilee that nobody's left out. No one is left out from God's presence. You can go there anytime. Even in the car, even if the kids are making a really big noise, you can go in the toilet, and just go, God, I'm coming with you. Right, so listen to this in Matthew 6, verse 5. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. You know, part of Jubilee was trusting God as the land had to provide for what couldn't be sown for those three years. Would you look at this photo? Nah, it's nice. Uh, Don't shout out, but who knows this lady? Any hands? Who knows where she works? Who knows her family? Okay. Um... (laughs) So, this lady, you might not recognize her, you might not know her, but in her church, at her church home, which is so not far from us, people feel the goodness that she does and the attitude she has to get things done. Her life affects that church community. She is a gift in that church. I wanted to encourage us as we look at Jubilee that the skills and abilities that God has given you they are gifts, but you functioning in them is also part of the gift. You are the gift. Even if not many people know your name, even if people struggle to pronounce your name, um, you're the gift. You know, and when we said about the, the re-rewind, doesn't matter about people's opinion of you. It matters what the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings says and where he set you. It's that re-rewind. <laughs> Right, so T's and C's, terms and conditions. These are the clauses, the small print that most of us skip. So if you've been on a website trying to read something, and then it said, oh, you've got to click this, you've got to click that, or if you've had a new phone, or if you sign up for something, there's these boxes that you have to tick. Terms, this is what terms and conditions means. I mean, most of us do skip them. But terms and conditions is the document governing the contractual relationship between the provider of a service and its user. On the web, this document is often called Terms of Service, Terms of Use, End User License Agreement, General Conditions, or Legal Notes. Do you know what? PG Tips has, has like, Terms and Conditions on their website. It's, like, massive. They're like, tea bags. So, anyway, just thought I'd throw that in. Anyway, <laughs> so for you and me, um, I wanted us to think, what would the Terms and Conditions, the small print of Jubilee be? You know, we have some terms of rest. God has a plan, and he can resource his plan. You know, Jubilee was first spoken when Israel were, um, you know, they they weren't in the land of milk and honey. That's where they wanted to be. But God still had a plan, and he still had a provision, Um, and it wasn't just for their freedom, but it was grace. It was undeserved favor. So uh, when they were were leaving Egypt, um, and all that had happened with plagues and everything, and the pass overnight that sounds really irreverent anyway so on the last night um they kind of the Egyptians were like oh this is awful you need to go but they but they actually went with loads of stuff the Egyptians were like well take that take that take that just go just go we want you to go so they actually went with undeserved favor (laughs) they were sent out with blessing so for you if in your life you're like oh I am in a season that is that is not very free and it feels like you are trapped somewhere do you know what God's done it before like Helena sang, same God, he's done it before and he can do it again. He can bring you into a wide open space at his provision. So my T-shirt says, saved by grace. It was a gift, which is also very nice. Um, but you know when I read that I was like, wow, I am saved by grace. You know, God's plan had started with like Israel um, and now through Jesus we are welcomed into God's presence You know, no longer are we held in sin, but we are released and set free. We were sinners who had missed the mark of righteousness, and Jesus said in Matthew 5 verse 20, except your righteousness exceed that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will not be living in the kingdom of God. But when those of us who have chosen and are choosing the Christian life encountered Jesus, we started a new life, and for some of us, it was a rewind started today and we looked at the scripture and we talked about the queen and saying that she's got a title a position authority and she's setting a family but she's the gift and you know what we have an opportunity today to trust that god has terms and conditions for us and that because of the blood of jesus ha oh, the blood of jesus that because of the blood of jesus our sin has been atoned for. So whatever is the weight of that sin that you are carrying, the blood of Jesus has paid for it. He has, there is provision for it. The terms and conditions say that his blood washes every sin. As we come to God and repent, his blood will wash it all away. So we have an opportunity today to trust that his terms and conditions for us are because of the blood of Jesus, and that salvation is open to everyone. Freedom may look different for us because of where we've been, but for everyone, in the sound of my voice, the blood of Jesus was shed for the weight of your sin, no matter who you are or what that sin is. So I want to speak a blessing over us as I finish um, and lead you in an opportunity to accept uh, what God has for you today. Uh, yes, yeah, so if you would like to stand. So this final blessing I'm going to pronounce this taken from 2 Corinthians 13 11 to 14. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All God's people here send their greetings. May the grace, of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. 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 Um, just wanna let you know, after, after this service, um, I've got a little table out the back, which is like a bit of an experiential table, so there's some things that I've mentioned in in the message and if you wanna discuss it or you wanna say like, how do we, well, like, how, what does the secret place look like, or how can we do that, like just, just come and have a little chat, and we've also got some winders, because I want you to leave this place knowing our God can re-rewind, he said he can, and we've seen it in the lives, we've seen it, haven't we? we've seen it, we've seen it in our lives, and we're seeing it in the lives of people coming in, so he can re-rewind, yeah. thank you.